0: This is Frontrunner, the weekly grain marketing update from Frontier Agriculture, for week ending Friday the 10th of June 2022, presented to you this week by Faye. Lee. I am a marketing assistant supporting the grain trading team in Lincolnshire. Before we begin, a word on markets and trading during this current time of intense volatility. Markets can move significantly in a matter of hours or even minutes with spikes sometimes happening outside UK regular business hours. Myfarm is our free online platform which offers Frontier customers 24-7 access to market information, grain prices and the ability to sell grain at a time more convenient to them. With a Myfarm account you can see live global prices, market reports, exchange rates and commodity pricing directly relevant to your farm with options to set alerts and sell grain all in one place. To learn more, visit www.frontierag.co.uk forward slash my info. Links to more information about my farm are included in the description notes for this episode. Now, let's get straight into this week's update by starting with wheat. Recent market weakness has been driven by expectations that a solution will be found for releasing trapped Ukrainian grain for shipment through Black Sea ports. This week, meetings took place in Turkey with Russian officials to secure safe routes for grain exports. Russia said that Ukraine must demine approaches to ports and that Russian forces would check ships entering Ukrainian ports, which could then load grain and proceed to international waters. In addition, the Kremlin said that for Russian grain to be delivered to international markets, sanctions on the country must be lifted. It is estimated that over 20 million tonnes of grain remain stuck in Ukraine, and President Zelensky said millions might starve because Russia is blockading ports. So far, despite talks failing to deliver a tangible solution, Speculative traders have been liquidating long positions and wheat futures prices sank to their lowest level since early last month. Meanwhile, Ukraine is using every other option available to export grain. Since the Russian invasion on the 24th of February, over 601,000 tonnes have been sent by rail and barge to the Romanian port of Constanta. The uncertainty over Black Sea supplies will increase future demand for EU wheat exports, although this season's estimates proved too optimistic. Analyst group Strategy Grains cut its 2021-2022 to export estimate by 1.9 million tonnes from its previous estimate to a new 28 million tonne estimate with high prices curbing demand. 2022 production estimates have been cut following periods of yield-damaging weather. Primary EU producer France experienced extreme storms last weekend and the French National Federation of Agricultural Workers said weekend hail, strong winds, and torrential rain had caused considerable damage to wheat and other crops. This comes on the back of already falling crop ratings. French winter wheat is rated 67% good to excellent, compared with 80% that achieved this rating at the same stage last year. Strategy Grains has cut its monthly production estimate for the block by 1.8 million tonnes, bringing the total figure 6.1 million tonnes down on last year. An increased stock carry-in and reduced domestic demand will allow 2022-2023 to exports to increase to 30.3 million tonnes, 2.3 million tonnes up on the year. The Australian Bureau of Agricultural and Resource Economics sees the 2022 to 2023 Australian wheat crop at 30.3 million tons, which would be the country's fourth largest on record, but sharply down on the 2021 to 2022 crop, which reached over 36 million tons. Argentina will also see a sharp decline on its 2021 to 2022 record 23 million ton wheat crop. The Rosario Grain Exchange said farmers will cut their planted area because of dry weather, bringing the total area down to 6.2 million hectares, the lowest it has been for 12 years. Now let's turn our attention to what's been happening with barley this week. Demand for old crop barley has been limited as harvest draws closer, although stocks left on farm are minimal considering old crop has traded at a significant premium to new crop until recent days. With wheat markets well down from contract highs, the market has seen some domestic interest in feed barley, with compounders looking forward to winter at these lower prices and wider discounts of barley to wheat. Most regions of the UK have received good rains in the last 7 to 10 days, which has encouraged farmers to keep selling new crop. Its value is currently around 90 to £95 per ton higher for harvest than at this time last year. Premiums for malting barley also remain high, and combined with recent rains has stimulated the farmer to start marketing new crop malting barley. On the continent, there are reports of harvest starting in southern regions of France. Spring barley crop ratings fell once again this week, but only by 1%, from 54% to 53% rated good to excellent. Recent rains have alleviated some drought pressure on crops. Spain and Portugal have not had similar rainfall, and as a result, have purchased some imports, including from the UK. These areas did not have good rains at the end of March and early April, but since then have seen some limited rainfall. Taking a look now at oilseed rape. Oilseeds have come under significant pressure this week, as world vegetable oil markets retreated sharply. The expectation of increased exports of Indonesian palm oil to the world markets pressured both soy and rapeseed oil. The major market focus remains the ongoing conflict in Ukraine and the discussions around allowing safe passage of wheat and other crops. It's still unclear how such a flow will be possible given the current diplomatic and practical situation. Global oilseed production should rebound from last year Given normal growing conditions in the major oilseed producing countries. Canada is expected to produce up to 20 million tons of canola this coming year, even after delayed plantings due to abnormally high rainfall this spring. This would compare to less than 13 million tons last year. The World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates Report from the United States Department of Agriculture will be published later today, Friday, the 10th of June and will provide a further update on global crop production and stock levels. Moving on now to pulses. The ongoing weather pattern has been excellent for all pulses crops. Beans are now flowering well with the outlook for an excellent pod set. The only area of concern is where the crops may be too thick to allow light to penetrate, thus preventing the pod from filling properly. It may also be very difficult to control diseases such as chocolate spot, as any spray will not penetrate the lower crop. There has been some European consumer buying interest over the past week at lower levels, and this has been matched by a little more farmer selling, which shows there is more confidence in the crop potential. The Frontier bean pools remain open. Please contact your local Frontier farm trader for further information. And finally, I'm going to finish this report by taking a look at the fertilizer market. This week, we have had confirmation of CF Fertilizer's plans to permanently close its INS plant in Cheshire. It intends to restructure and improve efficiencies at its Billingham site. But in the short term, it puts pressure on availability of compounded NPKs and nitrogen sulfur compound availability. Thoughts within the industry calculate that the UK could have a deficit of nitrogen, and whether this can be supplied from imports remains to be seen, given the sanctions on Russian product and strong pricing on the continent. Suppliers have released autumn delivery values for October and November. These reflect a price increase of 20 to 30 pounds per ton over summer tank fill values. It's important to stress that the pricing of liquid UAN is very much geared towards the ammonium nitrate market currently and not underpinned to urea values in the same way as in previous years. This is mainly due to the makeup of the ingredients involved. Frontier recommends that any tank space not already purchased should be completed at the soonest opportunity. There is currently no firm data yet on when spring fill values will be released. Markets remain firm on potash grades in particular with high demand on exports still leading the way, especially within the South American market, which is currently trading at around €100 per tonne above UK levels. Frontier continues to advise the inclusion of polysulfate and Potash Plus-based systems to replace the loss of nitrogen-sulfur compounds this year. These products offer a simple and efficient means of getting potassium, sulfur, magnesium and calcium into crops, and more importantly, they are UK products, with both being mined and produced in the northeast of England, ensuring good supply. Please speak to your Frontier contact for recommendations, which will be advised based on your cropping. This was FrontRunner for week ending Friday, the 10th of June. If you'd like help with any aspect of your grain marketing, please get in touch by visiting our website at www.frontierag.co.uk. Or if you're a customer, you can speak to your local Frontier contact. Don't forget, all Frontier customers have free access to online grain trading and live 24-hour market pricing through MyFarm. Links to more information, as well as to our blog and socials, can be found in the description notes for this episode. Thank you for listening.